Hi, Gemstones. Emma here. Have you been craving a new way to support and interact with your favorite podcast team? Well, assuming that's us, now you can. Team Takes is on Patreon, and we would love for you to join us there. We'll have exclusive content, bonus episodes, and random meanderings from the weird and wonderful minds of Nick and Julie. You can find us at patreon.com slash takespod. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash takespod. See you in there. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're talking Konani, the 18th episode of season four. Liz is on a mission to prove she's fun after being excluded from a weekly 30 Rock hangout. She just wants her Top Gun moment, which from my understanding of the film means gay sex. Jack is avoiding his real-life problems with work. Had me in the first half, not gonna lie. Tracy is avoiding his wife, and Sari is trying to avoid some pirates. Julie, give me a windmill high-five, because it's time to blurg. <laughs> what is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week. Like a shock week. Oh my, I haven't seen your brow that furrowed since you saw that picture of Helen Mirren in a bikini. How is it possible? Is she a wizard? A question for another time, Lemon. I was with Avery last night and I almost had a Nancy-related incident. Oh, Jack. Oh, ma'am. Nah. What? I was saying, oh, Nana. Have I not told you about my grandmother fetish? Avery actually tried to get on board. Later that night, she put some mothballs behind her ears and fed me peppermints. She is in it to win it. This can't go on. I'm making a decision about Nancy and Avery today. I'm going in the bunker. No distractions. I had Jonathan remove the bar and my collection of 18th century French erotica. I've had to make some tough calls over the years. Switching Scheinhardt's wig production to 100% Chinese cadaver hair. Turning down Dick Cheney's offer to become King of Iraq. Selecting the brand new logo for NBC. It's fresh. But this Nancy Avery thing is the toughest decision I've ever had to make. Well, I'm glad you're taking it seriously. Although, sometimes when you try so hard to find love, you can't see that it's been standing in front of you the whole time. Oh, good God. (laughs) So, Nick, what do you think overall of Konani, this episode, not the person... Um, I relate to Liz a lot in this moment, which is always brutal when that happens. Um, and sometimes affirming, but overall I thought it was a solid episode. Not like crazy standout, but still hilarious. Had a quote that I use all the time. Um, so it has all the foundations for a really solid 30 Rock episode. What about you? Because the Liz Lemon party is, is mandatory. mandatory. Yes, there that is it definitely is. a part of my life. <laughs> for Sure. Kenneth has a couple of really funny moments. The end when Liz is yelling at them to love her more. I love it. I just love it so much. Konani and Subas, hilarious. Jenna's desperation to get in the book. And he's like, you wanting to be in book? It's not book. <laughs> I know. I feel like we should co-op that and like do that. It's like, that's so not book. That's so not I shouldn't book. say Bible. It's like, mm, that's not book. Oh, and fuck all the way off Kim Kardashian and her little oh, note this Jesus week. Jesus Christ. No one wants to fucking work anymore. You want some advice? Get off your ass and work. Looking at those like four glossed, pumped, twisted wannabe drag queens is really difficult. And a self-made billionaire. (laughs) 
It's like define self-made. It's like having an amazing investment from very rich family members early on, not self-made. And it's like, I do not doubt that they work, but they seem like they're super frustrated that no one wants to work because no one's working for them because their empire comes from the labor of others. I know, but they can't be that terrible because there's only like one tweet that was like, they are monsters. I'm like, where are all the other tweets? So. They probably own Twitter. Terrible. Well, back to people that we consider much more relatable. The cast of Third Rock. <laughs> yeah. So Liz is entering the studio. She's totally pissed. She's like, hey, do you know that everybody here went out last night without us? Nerds. She sees them in the window. Nerds, nerds, nerds. And they're doing the windmill high five, which will become like the superstar of this entire episode. Have you ever windmill high fived? Sure. Have you ever I've seen Top, Top Gun. Gun. Yes. Okay. Is Top Gun the new one ever coming out? I feel like it was supposed to come out before the pandemic. There's a new That's one? That's right. They were on the channel. Oh, yeah. There's a remake. There's a reboot. I mean, I fully hate Tom Cruise, but I totally will go see that movie. Is Elizabeth Shue in it? It wasn't her. It was Kelly McGinnis. Anyway, so in this episode, Liz is still fucking reeling from them going out without her. It's very frustrating. And Tracy, who she's confiding in, interestingly, he must have been the first person she saw. I was like, yeah, Thursday Night Thunder. It's been going on for years. You know about it? How come I've never been invited? Don't you think that's a little bit rude? <laughs> well, I yelled Baba Booey at Walter Cronkite's funeral, so I actually have no idea what's rude or not. Yeah, well, let me... But I couldn't thunder last night because I had to take Angie to the ER. She had some complications with her pregnancy. So that kind of trumps your little problem. Fair. Wow. Oh, yeah, you're right. How is she? Well, she's fine and the baby's fine, but they put her on bed rest until her blood... Blood pressure goes down, sorry. Even seeing that. I have high blood pressure from the pandemic because I gained 40 pounds in a matter of, it feels like minutes. And you've lost a bunch of it. I lost half of it. The last no thanks half, to White Claw. If the only sugar that you consume is through alcohol, you're an alcoholic and thin. So don't worry about it. <laughs> so it's like, well, listen, Tracy, if there's anything I can do, please let me know. There's one thing. Could you take care of Angie like a husband until this whole ass ache blows over? <laughs> Absolutely not. What about you, Kay? I'm on it, sir. Did you plan this out so you would be able to have the Kenneth line? I feel like you always No, because I feel like, like I would have ruled the Tracy line, so. Well, you do. I don't do accents <laughs> because it's not in my repertoire. It's I didn't not specialize that. doesn't stop me. doesn't stop me. Well, I didn't go to the Tampa School for Dramatic Tricks like Jetta. So sue me, but don't. So Liz is still pissed and goes in to see Jack. He's like, oh my, I haven't seen your brow that furrowed since you saw that picture of Helen Mirren in a bikini. How is it possible? Is she a wizard? Helen a question Mirren. for another time, Lemon. I mean, I a question just... for right now. Did you see her accepting that award from that SAG situation? She still looks phenomenal. Yeah, except for that weird headband. I just, the judgment from you makes me feel like grounded and <laughs> compassionate, which is rare. Because several people have told me that I'm a sociopath, and I took a quiz, and I think I might be right. Only you say you're a sociopath. No one else has ever said that. Her name's Emma, and she's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack's like, I was with Avery last night, and I almost had a Nancy-related incident. Flashback. So they're, <laughs> they're in bed, and he's like, oh, Nana. She's like, what? I was saying, oh, Nana. Have I not told you about my grandmother fetish? Wild. <laughs> It's just, I've been watching a lot of Upload, and now I've got vape blog. I know it. I just know it. I knew vape Jack, blog was a thing. <laughs> no, it's Upload. It's a fictional situation. Don't worry about it. So Avery we'll actually was trying to get on board. Later that night, she put some mothballs behind her ear and fed me peppermints. Yum, peppermints. Honestly, that's the kind of romantic encounter I want to have. <laughs> Very low pressure. 
She's in it to win it. This can't go on. I'm making a decision about Nancy and Avery today. I'm going in the bunker. No distractions. I had Paris Geller? (laughs) I had Jonathan remove the bar and my collection of the 18th century French erotica. I've had to make some tough calls over the years. Switching Schreinhardt's wig production to 100% Chinese cadaver hair. Jesus. Turning down Dick Cheney's offer to become king of Iraq. Selecting the brand new logo for NBC. It's fresh. (laughs) This Nancy Avery thing is the toughest decision I've ever had to make. I'm glad you've been taking it seriously. Although sometimes when you try so hard to find love, you can't see that it's been standing in front of you the whole time. Good God, Lemon! (laughs) That scene is really funny, though. Yeah, when she just starts cramping. She's like, right here in front of your face. (laughs) He's like, what did you come in here for? Last night, I saw my entire staff out at a bar. They go to they go out every week, and I'm never invited. Do they not even like me? Oh, don't have worry. You, it's healthy. Bosses need to keep their distance from their subordinates, except for have, Emma and Nick, who are brother and sister. <laughs> First of all, we spent most of our career where she was way above me. Still. And it's only because everyone else quit above me <laughs> that I was able to rise to one of her direct... Uh, Reports. Supervisees. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> you see, I don't even know how business works. If you knew anything about running a business, you would know how it feels to run a business. Let me tell you about being a woman. But have you ever been in a situation where either you have excluded a boss from social interactions or you felt excluded by being a boss? I don't think I've ever invited a boss out ever in like a regular job. I don't care if anyone goes out without me because I, I don't want to go out. Yeah, like I know I'm excluded. It's fine. <laughs> and I'm getting there. Well, it's easier now because everyone's so much younger than me. But when I was like a server and then became a manager, it was difficult because I was now managing all my friends. Nepotism. First of all, no. <laughs> Emma did not advocate me for me at all because she had never seen me work. And that was fair when I became a busser. And I was like, hey, I want to get a job. She was like, well, apply. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and for my reference, I just put, I've eaten here before. <laughs> like, how did you get like turned on to this restaurant? Um, so I became a busser and then, yeah, I just kept rising through the ranks just because my mental illness. Okay, Megan McCain. <laughs> First of all. So Jack's like, don't worry. It's a healthy bosses need to keep their distance from their subordinates. Kenneth comes in. Mr. God- <laughs> Mr. Donaghy, I have to run out to Mr. Jordan's house. Call you when I get there. So you know, I'm safe. No, no, I don't care if you're safe. As he's running away. I love you. <laughs> so cute. Like after four years, I thought I was close with these people. I thought we were a. Don't say Family. Family. Then I see them out at a bar without me giving each other windmill high fives. Like in Top Gun. I love how seriously he takes it. He's just like, yeah, Top Gun. Get it. 100%. Daddy bear. He's like, this, this is-, is your staff. You can't let it bother you. You could always come up here and have a drink with me, a fellow manager. The second city comes out for Liz and she's like, oh, great. That really sounds like fun. I'll just pour myself a drink. She mimes pouring <laughs> it. Oh, I dropped my glass. Then she tries to sweep it up. Is that supposed to be a broom? Anchor the handle. Anchor it. <laughs> And there then she does. <laughs> I do love when she gets into a Muppet zone and it looks like her entire body is just like an amorphous Boneless. gelatinous goo. Yes. And she's just like, hey. Like Gildroy Lockhart. I've been referencing a lot of Harry Potter, the series that was written by no one, concerning the fact that J.K. Rowling has resurfaced in the news and just won't stop being transphobic. Just don't. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. It's not like when you tell a depressed person, <laughs> just be happier. Just don't be transphobic. Or when I'm stressed out and people tell me to just calm down, I'm like, oh my God, what a great idea. I totally didn't think of that. I was like, should I go crazy? Should I scream? Should I have a panic attack? Oh, I should calm down. Thank you, a wizard. Uh, 
Would you like to be Tracy or Kenneth? You be Tracy. I'll be Kenneth. Phone's ringing. He's like, this better be important. I'm in a meeting. He's not in a meeting. Mr. Jordan, the situation here has deteriorated. Great update, Ken. Thanks for checking in. Talk to you later. Actually, sir, I think you should come home. Mrs. Jordan said she's going to turn her rings around. This is my favorite. Mr. Jordan, she said she's going to turn her rings around. <laughs> if she sees me again, she wants you to come help her. What? But why? You're much better at that serving stuff than I am. Well, your wife thinks taking care of her should be your job. And I have to agree, sir. You made a promise to care for her in sickness and health. Do you remember your wedding vows? To be honest, I couldn't really understand anything Rick James was saying. <laughs> what is he saying? She's a brick. Brick. House. House. Or super freak. Super freak. Super freak. She's, She's super, super freaking. Come home, Mr. Jordan. Mrs. Jordan needs you. Fine, I'll be there soon. And if you get hungry, you can help yourself to anything in the fridge. And once I'm there, <laughs> I'll determine how much to charge you. So Liz is uh, gearing up for one of her trademark confrontations, catch you in the act, sort of situations. She's in the writer's room and she's like, hey, buddies, anyone do anything fun last night? What about you, Frank? What'd you do? Uh, I, I had a doctor's appointment. Oh, really? For what? And she, he shows her, is it his foot? I don't even remember. Underarm? Underarm. Yeah, yeah no, he lifts up his I shirt. Live. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, it looks like the underside of an octopus, the octopus teacher, now airing on Netflix. <laughs> so good, except for the part where he, like, jacks off to it. Has but. sex with, I know. And that happens so often with, like, dolphin trainers and, like, anything in the ocean. There are still rules there. Just because you're in international waters doesn't mean there's not a moral code. Bestiality. Sensory's like, hey, <laughs> Why did you say it's sexy? Bestiality. That was no. my sensuality. <laughs> So Ceri's like, hey, Liz, can I talk to you and Jenna in, in the office where everybody clips their toenails? Not cool, guys. It's Liz's office. Are you guys, as you guys know, I'm getting married on May 22nd. You are? Still? Nice. That's well, it was off for a while because my fiance was on his dad's yacht and he got captured by pirates. But now, thanks to the A-team, he's back. Sure. Liz he has a different like, energy now. <laughs> he's quieter, but we're getting married. <laughs> And are we still in the wedding? Of course. The bridesmaids are you guys, Andy Roddick's wife, Brooklyn my Dutch Decker. cousins, and Penelope Cruz's hotter sister, Monica. <laughs> you're going to be so out of place, Liz. <laughs> anyway, my mom said that if you're going to throw me a work party, it has to be this week. Oh, no. Really? Yes. I know. I'm sorry. It's just that the schedule's really filling up now that Aris is finally getting over his Stockholm syndrome. Oh, that reminds me. You guys might have to walk down the aisle with some pirates. And they do. It's just, I don't think I can plan a party this week. I'm doing a juice fast and it's making me really grouchy. She you know screams. what? This is perfect. I'll have that party tonight and it'll be fun. And you'll all see that I'm fun. So screw both of you and screw everybody out here. Liz Lemon is having a party. And there ain't no party like a Liz Lemon party because the Liz Lemon party is mandatory. Mandatory. Ah, <laughs> uh, that gets a hundred gemstones. Right. One there. that one line. Gemstone. All right, so Jack is in his office and he's trying to make a decision, re his personal life. He's like, all right, Donaghy, follow your heart. Heart equations and rational thinking. Damn you, heart. Because he throws a dart in between the two of them and it lands on the line. Just throw it again. My hero Jonathan walks in. I'm sorry, sir. There's a minor janitor problem. I apologize for letting a Kashmiri into your office. 
which is a Dardic ethno-linguistic group and first language speakers of the Kashmiri language, living mostly but not exclusively in the Kashmir Valley and the portion of the disputed Kashmir region, region administered by India. Wow. <laughs> Konani says, I just need five minutes of your time, Mr. Donaghy. And then Jonathan says in Hindi, five minutes, popes and princes count their Donaghy time in seconds. He defends him so hard. Now would be a good time, actually, to handle the, the janitor situation. Uh, but, sir, what about... I always said bosses should stay deeply involved with their subordinates. Does this mean you're coming to my cabaret? Jonathan, Jonathan close the door. I love him so much. Please. So what can I do for you? I'm going to be Konani now, and I'm going to say it exactly the same way I say everything. Great. It has been a week, and I've heard nothing from you, sir. Have you forgotten our agreement about me taking over 1130? I'm sorry, what now? Five years ago, I threatened to quit unless you got me out of the late night shift. Wow. Other than some notable recent episodes, NBC never guarantees employment terms five years in advance. You watch too much TV. There was exceptions, but we'll continue. I have a contract. That is my signature. You signed it on April 22nd, 2005. Okay, in my defense, every April 22nd, I honor Richard Nixon's death by getting drunk and making some unpopular decisions. Well, I want the earlier shift. It's better pay and more prestigious. Ever since I am a little boy, I am dreaming of hosting The Tonight Shift. This was around the same time that Jay Leno and Conan O'Brien were going through their whole rigmarole thing. For context. Okay, Uh, calm down, Konani. I understand that I made you a promise, and we're going to keep it, because this is NBC, the biggest loser network. God, what a shit show that show was. So you'll fix this today? Well, this is a janitor emergency, and I really have no choice but to make it my number one priority. Good, thank you. Can I have those pictures for a special book the janitors keep? It's pictures uh, of Nancy and Avery. Uh, yeah. you know. Well, so now that everyone's here, maybe someone should say a few words. Absolutely. Jimmy crack on and I don't care. Jimmy crack on and what I don't doing? care. Choose fast delirium, Liz. Um, I'm glad you could all make it to Ceri's party. I don't have a lot to say, just that the bar is open and the karaoke machine is ready to go. Karaoke, awesome. Yeah. You think I don't know what that is? I know about Thursday Night Thunder, and I know that I'm not invited. Uh-oh. I deserve to be loved. Oh, no. She's going wide. I am a proud, single woman. How did it become about this? Go out the window. Save yourselves. I may not have a real family, but I thought at least I had one at work, which is not what I wanted for myself, by the way. You think when I was a kid, I dreamed of someday paying $1,200 for a karaoke machine to impress a bunch of pasty losers? And a professional singer who's beautiful, but doesn't know it. So, now let's all go around the room and apologize to me. Oh my God, this is the worst. Ah, I have nowhere else to go! Dog! Dog attack! Okay, so Kenneth is in Tracy's home. Um, and he's standing on a stool because the dog that Tracy owns is attacking him. Good, good monster. Good, scary monster. Hey, Ken, isn't that a fun place to stand? Oh, I forgot to warn you about my dog, Tracy Sr. I trained him to hate white people because not to profile, but most ghosts are white. This is my boy here. And look what Angie did to him. She set up an invisible fence. He gets shocked if he tries to leave the property just because he'd run away and cause car accidents and impregnate neighbor's horses. He's trapped here just like me. Sir, you're not trapped. Mrs. Jordan just wants (laughs) you to be here for her. 
I'm trying, Ken, and I want to be responsible, but I've been me for a long time. <laughs> Honestly, my excuse for everything. You expect me to change? I'm 30. Well, Mrs. Jordan isn't asking for a lot. Right now, she just has a craving for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, we're not supposed to do any sex stuff while she's on bed rest. Oh, like a real one? I'm on it. Now, Julie, do you know what peanut butter and jelly sandwich is, according to Urban Dictionary? No, what is it? Would you like to know? All right. I would. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich is when you apply peanut butter to your penis and put jelly on a girl's pussy and then proceed to have sex. Okay, nobody ever needs to hear you say the P word. Ever. Penis? No. Pussy. Yes. That's misogynistic. Why can't I say both of them? It just doesn't sound good coming out of your mouth. It's because I'm so unacquainted. It's been since high school. So now Tracy's like, well, maybe this will get Angie to stop calling me irresponsible. Just stay focused and take the sandwich to my wife. Nope, I'm in a strip club. My bad. That was a fun cut where he's just walking through his house and suddenly it's there. TV magic. So they're planning the party and Liz is talking to her favorite number one gal pal, Jenna. Hey, Jenna, if I'm ex- what, do you want to be Liz? Because I want to do Jenna. It's the only accent that I can kind of do and it's still terrible. Hey, Jenna, if I'm expecting about 20 people tonight, how much ice should I get? Uh, you don't want to mess with that stuff, Liz. Ice has caused a lot of ODs in the porn community. Oh, you meant frozen water? Well, I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to forget anything. Don't worry. No one's expecting a lot. No, tonight's going to be a lot different. There's going to be booze and a karaoke machine and that Black Eyed Peas song they wrote for bar mitzvahs. I got a feeling... Magical. Charlie XCX was just on Andy Cohen to talk about her enemas that she's going to be selling. And I Got a Feeling was one of her favorite songs. And Britney Spears' Blackout is one of her favorite albums. Both solid answers. Anyway, so the announcer's like, Jenna Maroney to the floor. And Jenna like doesn't listen to it at all. So she's like, I'll continue this conversation. Sure, I will. So then we've got Jack. And Liz is going to visit Jack. And she's like, Hello. Lemon, you should know Subas. Oh, the, on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Lemon, you should know Subas, the current first shift janitor. Uh, kind of. According to the janitor community, you call him frequently regarding home toilet situations. Nope, that's it. Not it. We we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon, please look. I just need his phone number. Wait, what does this have to do with Avery and Nancy? This is taking a back seat to this janitor situation right now. I need Subas to step down. But Subas does a great job. Look, five years ago, I promised Konani the earlier shift. Why would you promise that? Honestly, these immigrants have a tough life, no health care, and I kind of just thought he'd die before it became a thing. Problematic. <laughs> this is like, are you sure you're not just using this as an excuse to avoid your real problem? Lemon, this is a janitor emergency. I need that phone number. Oh, okay, let me find it. Scrolling, scrolling. I know Suba. you know it by heart. I know you know it 917. <laughs> Um, and then he's talking to Konani now. All right, Konani, as you can tell from that line that I just said, <laughs> if I've learned anything about rec- from recent experience, it's that we have to handle this next step with Subas very delicately. Oh, don't worry. Subas will want to leave, spend time on his hobbies. He collects classic car, cardboard, classic cardboard. He does a cough to make it a little bit more elegant, but still oh, it's yes, a very right. typical terrible. Well, I, don't, I couldn't remember they were on a phone call. We're doing our best here. <laughs> Twenty. Too. You remembered Kashmiri. So we're back with Kenneth and Tracy, and he's like, Ken, why did you let me go to the strip club? I tried to stop you, sir, but you threw your dog <laughs> at me. <laughs> this is bad because I can't change. I'm like a chameleon. 
Always a lizard. So then his phone rings. This better be a meeting, because I'm important. Bitch, I'm important. Ms. 007 has a very good song called Important, and it's like a very low-budget song, but man, does it hit when you're on a night out and you want to just feel like clam. Tracy, it's Liz. I want you to know, at my party tonight, you are off the leash. I want to see the behavior that got you kicked out of the first inaugural ball. It's I can't, an inaugural ball, but like he was probably alive back then. Yeah. I can't, LL. First of all, the Secret Service never gave me back my T-shirt, Cannon. <laughs> and second of all, I got to stay home and take care of Angie. What? No, come on. You have to come. I need you. This party has got to be off the hook. People don't say that anymore. They say Surf Party USA. How old is he? <laughs> Tracy, this is important. I have to prove to my coworkers that I'm not some angry, unfun woman who doesn't deserve to be included. And then she starts speaking in German, which is a cool, relatable thing that people do. <laughs> this party must go perfectly. They will regret disliking me. And it has exclamation points, but I just think that's because all German things are yelled. Seems like it. Look, Liz Lemon, I know your feelings are hurt, but parties are like frisbees. If you throw them the wrong way, they'll veer off in a bad direction, and then your kid will fall into a quarry. <laughs> I will say number two funniest moments outside of a Liz Lemon party is mandatory is the way he says quarry. It's so weird. She's like, what? He's like, don't throw a party for vengeance. It will turn on you like your wife after your kid has fallen into a quarry. His eyes just get so wide. You know what? Fine. I don't need you. I'm going to crush this party, Liz Lemon style. I don't know what to do. A party is in trouble, and I'm the only one that could save it. He's off the phone and talking to Kenneth, who's like, your wife and unborn daughter need you here. I'm torn, K-Pax. I know I should be here, but my body's going to take me to Liz Lemon's. What do I do? Put the electric dog collar on me. Dog? Where are we, from Boston all of a sudden? Hello, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was still on K-Pax, and I was like, ah. Jeff Bridges, Alfie Woodward, Kevin Spacey. It would be my honor. He looks a little too excited about it, and I think Kenneth is into some like kinky Dom sub stuff. Obviously. That's a spinoff I would like to see one episode of, and then seven years of therapy to recover from. So Jack is having a meeting, and he's like, Subas, thank you for coming and showing me your uh, special book. More men in it than I would have expected. Book is book. Words to live by, Subas. Book is Indeed. book. Doesn't matter what you're into. Book is book. <laughs> now, Subas, you've been with us a long time, and you've done great work here, but we need, you, we need some new blood. I've decided it's time for you to step aside, and Konani will take over at 1130. No, I am in union. Well, I have contract. Meeting over. No, no, hold on. There's always another option. What if we reinvent the way people think about their nightly trash removal? No, thank you. What if the night shift got a whole lot easier, gentlemen? There is a way for everybody to get what they want and for me to look like a genius and a hero. Calm down, Trump. Jesus. You're bullcrapping us. No, I'm not. I'm innovating. A word that I just inverted, invented. <laughs> NBC, it's fresh. Was that an actual <laughs> like slogan for NBC? Not to my knowledge. I Googled it very cursorily, and all I got was an NPR article that said, 30 Rock helped to bury NBC's third to say franchise. <laughs> the show we dedicate our lives to. Uh, Tracy's back, and he's like, man, Tracy Jr. took off so fast, he did not want to live here. The dog color's off, it's on Tracy, and Tracy Sr. is like impregnating a what? Horse? Sir, far be it for me to question a plan this well thought out. What's going to keep you from taking the collar off? You're going to put glue in the lock. 
That's how my kids keep me out of the liquor cabinet. Sad. What else I'm doing. <laughs> and of course, I'll be here to help. No, Ken. There's something else you have to do for all of us. Unfortunately, there's only one Tracy Jordan, but sometimes he is needed in two places. You are Tracy Jordan now. Go save that party. Yes, sir. Wait, I don't walk that well. <laughs> he's trying to impersonate Tracy Jordan, and he's, like, not slouching. All right, so we're back with Jack and Konani. They're like, will they, won't they of this episode? Was that not the vibe you got from the book? <laughs> the good, good book? So Jack's like, there he is. How's your first day going? No, I don't know. You tell me. Konani, I don't know enough about being a janitor to understand what you're trying to tell me. Because <laughs> he's holding an empty trash can. There's no trash, Jack. Ever since you moved Subas to 10, he takes all the trash. No trash left for Konani. Okay, well, there's a solution to this. What if you and Subas share 1130? No, I would not do that to 1130. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? There are two people who want the same thing. They can't both have it. You need to make a decision. I can't. Damn it, I can't. Don't you think I know what it's like to have two amazing people who both want the same thing? I do. And with Nancy and Avery, I'm the thing. I'm the trash at the shift. I'm the the trash trash shift. (laughs) Yeah, I've been called that before. (laughs) That sounds very difficult. It's impossible. It's paralyzed me. I just want everyone to be happy. It doesn't work that way. One person's heart is going to be broken. You have to choose. I'm sticking with Tsubas. Konani, I'm sorry. Konani is so fucking sweet. Okay, I know that was hard for you, and don't worry, I have a job for me at Fox (laughs) Woods. Fox Woods Casino. My cousin is head janitor there. You ought to get that cough checked out. Self-referential humor is my jam. So, Kenneth calls Tracy, who says, this better be meat meant I'm importing. He's not doing great. (laughs) He must have gotten into the liquor cabinet. Mr. Jordan, it's Kenneth Parcell from Work and Friendship. Wow, Kenneth got masked. Hey, Ken. With all the excitement, I forgot Mrs. Jordan asked me to get her blood pressure medicine. She left it in her car. But, sir, her car is parked out on the street. Tracy gets this very quickly. Oh, my God. I know. It's outside the electric fence. Just kidding. Oh, my God. I just didn't want to go outside. It's chilly. I can come back. This is all my fault. No, this is something I have to do myself. You're a good husband, Mr. Jordan. Then you hear dog growling, and he's like, Sir, is there any chance that your dog followed me here? Yes, he probably picked up your scent and is hunting you. I suggest you cut a finger off and throw it in the river. <laughs> Nonchalant, casual, happens, sure. Unexpected hilarity ensues. So now we're at Liz's horrible party. Well, she's at the apartment, and Jenna thinks really great things about it. Wow, Liz, good work. <laughs> this looks like the post-coital suite at the NBA All-Star game. Thanks, Jenna. Well, so now that everybody's here, maybe we should say a few words. Absolutely. Obviously, she decides to sing. Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. Jimmy crack corn and I... What are you doing? Juice fast delirium, Liz. I'm glad you could all make it to Ceri's party. I don't have a lot to say, just that the bar's open and the karaoke machine is ready to go. Uh, Underside of the Octopus says, karaoke, awesome, yeah. You think I don't know what that is? (laughs) I know about Thursday Night Thunder. I know that I'm not invited. (laughs) Pete chimes in for his one of like two words he says this entire episode. And he gives a little, "Uh uh-oh. I deserve to be loved. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no, she's going wide. I am a proud single woman. Go out the window. Save yourselves. 
I may not have a real family, but I thought at least I had one at work, which is not what I wanted for myself, by the way. You think when I was a kid, I dreamed of someday paying $1,200 for a karaoke machine to impress a bunch of party losers? Pasty and losers. And a professional singer who's beautiful but doesn't know it. So now let's all go around the room <laughs> and apologize to me. So Kent comes in, and he's being followed by the dog. And he's like, I had nowhere else to go. Dog. Dog attack. So Tracy's trying to make his way out to the car, and he's like, huh? Maybe this thing doesn't work on people. Ah! My neck. My swan-like neck. <laughs> must fight through it. <laughs> also, must weed lawn. I made it. I'm on the other side. I'm free. I can go anywhere I want. Like Liz's party or one of those places where you skydive over a huge fan. Like they did in that America's Next Top Model episode. I remember. Everyone did poorly. And, and then Tyra was like, oh, my God, am I the problem? Then one girl did okay. She's like, no, it's y'all. And it's on our list of our bucket list of things we're supposed to be doing. Skydiving, cryogenic freezing. Leaving the house. <laughs> to name a few, yeah. I don't know what else is on the list. So we're back at Liz's apartment, and there is a dog barking, just like there is right now at Amazon's. Oh my god, kids, Matt! <laughs> and Liz is like, "What is that? Why is that thing following you?" Hunting me, electric collar. He's out of breath because of the hunting. Pete's freaking out. There's no fire escape in this room. They're in the bathroom. Oh, it's sweet and sexy. Frank's like, "Why are we even here? You make us show up, start yelling, and then we get attacked by a dog." Sari didn't even come. There's just a cardboard cutout of her. But I rescued her. <laughs> Everyone, shut up! We need to find out what we're going to do. Oh, And they really? all look to Liz. Now I'm a part of the group? Now you like me because you're in trouble and you need someone to bail you out? Twofer has a lion. Go him. Yes, that's exactly why we like you. Frank's like, we love you. You Aww. solve our problems. That's what you're good at. So what if you're not fun at parties? Yeah, you know who's fun at parties? Paris Hilton, Andy Dick, Tracy. And they're all going to burn in hell. So Tracy's trying to crawl back through the electric fencing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, God, if you deliver me from this, I promise every Sunday for the rest of my life, I'll go to. And he makes it through. He's like, huh? I I'm, I'm going through a Pizza Hut. I'll go to Pizza Hut. Got him. Got her. Got them. I don't know how God identifies. <laughs> So Jupiter has another line. Look, if this is a family, that makes you the mom. And you want to go out and you don't want to go out drink with your mom. I don't know. I'd love to get my mom. High. That's one of my major goals. You want mommy to take to make the monsters go away. Everything's gonna be all right. Okay, Tracy Sr., let's see what you got. And she like straps herself in with like pillows and shit. She's got a helmet, padding, <laughs> a giant robe. She goes and to the dog. <laughs> Run! Run, my losers. Pete's like, great party, Liz. Everybody take some cup. Ah! Oh, that part is really funny. <laughs> so in the coda. Hi, Subas. I have an extra headshot I was going to throw out unless you want it for something. No, you are not book. But why? What am I doing wrong? Wanting to be book is not book. So it's like, mm. so you solved your janitor thing. Now back to Nancy and Avery. Top gun high five for courage. Only because you look like you need it so badly. <laughs> She's like, I'm fine with that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Another sex successful interaction with the podcast, people. <laughs> we both Don't lost a lot of our words today. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think I say ain't no party like a Lizzie party because a Lizzie party is mandatory at least once a week. As often as I say, I am the mental Liz. I mean, those are my... <laughs> Those are like my go-to 
Go choose. I would say whenever we have a staff meeting, I'll like, <laughs> when leading up to it, I was like, this is going to be fun because it's mandatory. <laughs> they will start a coup soon. But I, I definitely think we should try and make it wanting to be book is not book. I think. Happen, 100%. We're going to make fetch happen finally. For yeah, real. that's not book. <laughs> Let's head to the chat peeps and get us some jam stones. C-H-A-T. I'm about to tell you what the score should be. This is a tough be. score because, I mean, this is one of my all-time favorite lines that I say on the regular. I know. But it's not one of my all-time favorite episodes. <laughs> Send! Double hey. 88s from Emma and Nick. I gave it a 90 because I do watch it. I will watch it again. I'm a watcher. <laughs> I'm a wheel watcher. <laughs> so the next episode up is Argus. I think season four is longer than I thought because I felt like we were at the wedding already, but we've still got three more. When does Carol come? Is that soon? Is that this no, season? Carol comes. That's in the five. wedding, right? That's in the wedding, yeah, because like we find out that Wesley is leading her to that. <sighs> Matt Damon. I will end this guy. That's a great episode. <laughs> well, I know they're making fun of how like pregnancies and weddings are always like the final like sweeps episodes, but it is my favorite piece of finale. Other than this episode, I hope you've enjoyed some of our episodes of Blurred. <laughs> you can check us out on Instagram. You can check us out on our Patreon. We've got bonus episodes, slideshows, uh, presents for the kids, donkey rides, um, lots of good stuff to do there. <laughs> the donkey's me. The donkey is Nick. Am I the dog? Is someone the dog in this situation? I'm the dog. And so if you'd like to check out what we had to say about other things, you can check out our takes all over the place. Or also our Instagram there is TakeSpot. Um, but we want to thank you all for listening to this bizarre episode with our terrible accents and our inability to know where we are Speak in the script. Speak for yourself, first of all. Genocide. <laughs> um, so I hope you're enjoying 30 Rock and having fun with us. We love the show. We love Emma. And we hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you. We're touching, we go Nick. on each other. Touching Julie and myself. <laughs> no touching. I'm going to Bye. Have a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Konani. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter. Julie Sunderland. And Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter. And Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> We love you, Frank.